I V M. Folks, welcome to Pesa Pesa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter, and I'm really excited to feature someone I admire, really admire for the work she has done for women. My guest, Sairi Chahal, CEO and founder of Shiros and of Mahila Money. We're going to talk about women and money and Mahila Money and much more right after this short break. And welcome back. Sari, welcome to Paisa Paisa. Thank you so much for doing this for our listeners. Thank you for having me here. It's so good to be here. After so many years of knowing each other or at least seeing each other on Twitter, I'm really thrilled to have you on the show. Likewise. Great. No, this is great. I've always been curious, uh, you know, about your work. So, you know, this is my chance to learn as well. Excellent. And let's hope our listeners can also get something out of this. So, I'm a big fan of the work you've done with Shiro's. And Mahila Mani just seems like such a logical step. So let's start from there. You know, what is Mahila Mani about? Or probably you can take even one step back and talk to our listeners about Shiro's and they can understand how Mahila Mani fits into the whole picture. Exactly. Exactly. So I think as a as a founder, uh, my thesis has always been that internet's wonderful. We all have gained a lot from it. And in a gender poor country, women can gain from the internet. So I think I've spent the last decade of my life uh, building three different brands, first with Pleximons, then Shiro's, and now building Mahila Mini. The thesis of all this work is very simple, uh, Anupam. I think in a country where our gender rankings are bottom of the pile, we are patriarchal, I think all we, we understand the gaps. What we're trying to do is, I think we're trying to be a business which is in the business of giving, you know, being a net giver on the internet. And I think Web3 is kind of echoing that all over again, be a giver. So what we've been doing with Shiro's, first of all, is we built a lot of sense of community and we built a safe space. So Shiro's is women only. And so is Mahilamani, you know. So our thesis is also taken from what has worked for women all over the world. And what has worked is women-only communities, women-only cohorts, whether it's Anganwari workers, Amol or Seva or uh, Asha workers or self-help groups, microfinance, there's a lot of success there, you know. So I think we are inspired by that, but we're also, you know, nerds and tech geeks. So we're trying to, you know, do this in a more efficient manner and in a a more democratic manner, I think. So building Shiro's was building this large scaffolding of a community where everyone's welcome as themselves, it's no judgment zone, it's safe, you come in to hang out, you come in to learn, learn and on is a big thing. What we do as a company is to make sure there is a little fundamental of support available to you. Free legal advice, we run a counseling helpline, almost 3 million women have used a free counseling helpline, uh, you know, from all across the country. Then there are communities around career and you know, other things, uh, you know, which might be relevant to your life, like relationships or technology or coding or whatever the case might be. So community employment entrepreneurship, that's what we've been building so far with Shiro's, you know, and Shiro's is now a multi-asset network, about 25 million women all across. So we we kind of came to a point where we built a fair bit. And I think, uh, and then the pandemic came, you know, and what pandemic did was one, it suddenly changed the risk appetite of the women we work, you know. So even with things like payments, I think the adoption was there, but it wasn't as big. Then the need to make incomes. I think we all know that corporate jobs haven't grown and for women, they haven't grown at all. 
everybody in this country is an entrepreneur today whether they are self employed whether they are a micro entrepreneur whether they are gig worker or an influencer and i think taking these two things together is what brought us to mahila mani so as a company what we do is we everything we do helps women contribute more to the gdp of the country but we do it by building a community that enables employment entrepreneurship and now with mahila mani we are opening access to capital for women what is mahila mani it's a you can call it a full stack uh, financial services platform but at heart what we're doing is we're looking at our audience and we're saying what does she need you know what are the kind of products we should build that fit into her life you know so net net that's what we're trying to do and hoping that uh, the more we do the more deeper we can get with this and of course i think we're building for women in middle india yeah so in this interview to the morning context you had said that opening a bank account and access to payments has become gender neutral but not the products around it so let's talk about this what's wrong with the financial products i mean what did you mean when you say that the products around it have not become gender neutral let's talk about that absolutely so i think um the financial services sector per se is it's quite paceless and it's also quite uh, under differentiated there's absolutely you know no cognizant of uh, know your customer right and i think when we talk about gender there are some very clear needs you know so for example a large number of women in india now have a bank account but their bank account actually does not uh, reflect the reality of their financial journey most people actually don't even use the bank accounts because there's some friction involved or uh, you may have a bank account but because you you are a thin file customer that bank account is pretty useless to you because you can't get a loan from the bank so i think those are some some very very small needs that that get overlooked or for example even with payments i think more and more women are adopting digital payments they want to do more with it but there is there is a little bit of um, lack of empathy in how they are designed you know so for example uh, just hand holding and support like i'll give you a big uh, product differentiator that we think is valuable to to building for women Mm. we are building mahila mani is a video first class you know how we all have been hung up by call center agents and none of us likes our banking experience you know and imagine uh, you're a first time internet users you are on a you know mid range phone you know a 5000 rupee phone you live in you know a small town you know uh, you maybe run a boutique or a beauty parlor or run a, you know maybe a yoga studio or a tuition center and uh, there is a little bit of a gap in in your confidence in using products versus you know somebody who's been online forever you know who's okay sort of uh, you know going and tweeting about it and saying hey it's not working can you resolve my query and we think that a lot of these are very small nuances about hey let's let's build where uh, it should be very easy for a person to say i am really stuck here i don't know which button to press now hey i did this transaction has something gone wrong so taking away fear from usage is very important building a human relationship is very important and since we are building building things that are very central to life's decision making in loans is a big part uh you know and most of these are productive loans which means somebody's buying machinery or inventory or you know maybe a, a laptop for themselves these are big life goals for people and the the entire experience needs to be very high trust you know to say kuch gadbad ho gaya to koi meri madad kar dega 
right? They mm. have to feel supported. I think that's a fundamental differentiator in 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 designing products for women. Second is of course just just the transparency of it. Like I'll give you a very small example. Every time you read about a loan in the you know in in any of the a communication from a bank or an NBFC will say, take this loan at an X percent and, you know, then give you a lot of these small fine print. I think one, nobody wants fine print, right? And I think fine prints are low trust. Second is, there is, uh, you know, so what we learned is most women want to take a loan, but they want to know kitna pesa lena hai or kitna dena hai. If I borrow 10,000 rupees, how much do I have to return? Is it 10,000 rupees or 11,000 rupees, 12,000 rupees? EMI kaise de sakte hai? Can we, you know, can we be flexible? So in some ways, the money lender experience is actually more empathetic than the regulated experience. You know, so I think a lot of our journey is to say, how can we make this really, really high trust for this user so that she can do more with it? You know, a person who's taken one business loan can take another one. And of course, a lot of problem we are solving is not consumptive capital, it's productive capital. So it in the end, it goes back and creates more value. Very interesting. Let's take one step further from there, right? Let's talk about some myths. So maybe even bust some myths on women and money. Maybe what does the BFSI industry or the you know public at large get wrong about women and money? And what are the areas of improvement here in your opinion? Yeah, I think the biggest myth is the myth of pink, right? Every time you want to launch a product, just call it pink and paint it pink and send it to the user with absolutely no other change. I think this has been done, I think, I don't know, 100 times at least. Uh, and we've seen enough of that. I think the second is just um, just the assumption that women's needs are not different, you know? So like I'll give you a very small example. A lot of women we work with, these are not consumer loans, okay? And these are also not business loans because their business is so informal. Imagine giving a loan to Sri Devi in English English. She has a home business. She makes laddus and she sells that, okay? I think we all know at least 10 women in our life who run a informal business, right? And I think this whole customization of the persona does not exist in the financial services space it's it's either productive or consumptive loan it's either business loan uh, you're either a really good customer or you're a really poor customer so i think clearly there's not enough i mean there's enough data but that data is not going back into the product in any which way i think uh, third is i think women are very smart with their money women never lose money okay and uh, they may exhibit low risk profile but in the long term, their risk profiles actually quite high because they will be consistent at it. So they're very Warren Buffett in their in their outlook. They're very very consistent. They will they will again uh, save their uh, reputation and credibility over the long term much better. And of course, they're super curious. So there's an assumption that women don't want to learn about the new financial instruments or derivatives or futures or crypto. I think it's all um, you know it's a big myth. And you'll be surprised. We have women from, you know, really every part of the country saying, Hamko crypto hai. Hamko, you know, they, they all want to sort of figure out what, what are the opportunities available to them. And, uh, and I think the other uh, myth is that women do want to own assets under, under their name. And somehow the financial services industry has not thought about this at all. You know, uh, single women taking loans or daughters buying, you know, houses for their parents or uh, women 
I mean, even today, most banks will say, go bring your father or your husband if you're going to take a home loan under your own name. Uh, you know, so I think some of those, uh, you know, stereotypes exist in a mega way. Uh, asset creation, wealth creation and independence are really, they should be given more importance than they have been historically. And of course, I think the other thing is that women do want a superior treatment just in terms of how things are designed for them. I think, uh, therefore, the the group model works because it's so high trust and it's so customized to their, uh, you know, it it's a high empathy experience, and that's something the industry is missing out. By. I am, you know, I completely agree with you on the high empathy experience. Tell me some stories about women and money, and I'll tell you where I'm coming from. So, for the on this podcast, we did our very first episode on women and money back in 2019 when I had Ansi Merotra. And I think we had a listener on the show on the recording as well. I think one personal experience that the listener had shared was that I'm new to Bombay. I mean, you could replace Bombay with probably any other metro city or any large city. And my friends and family have advised me to stay in a safe area. And we all know what safe means. And we also know that safe areas come at a higher rent um, for whatever reason. I don't want to go into the distortion of the market and all that. Do you have any similar stories? Because that's a cost that's added to my life yeah. for no fault of mine. Yeah, Just yeah. because I have to choose a safe area. A man can pretty much stay anywhere that he wants. Absolutely. What are the stories here that or examples that, that can help our listeners understand how the situation is so unique, probably sometimes unfair to women? Absolutely. So I think look, we all pay what we call the pink tax, right? So the there is a higher cost of living when you're a woman. You pay more for transport, you pay more for housing, you pay more for, uh, I think, uh, for sure, personal care. And I think uh, many, many, the pink tax is all, all uh, evasive. It's everywhere. But I think coming back to our own community, what we see is, I think India is at a space where, and, and I've, I've seen, seen this play out now for over a decade. I think what I see is there's a, there's a rise in aspiration, you know, huge rise in aspiration. And uh, for example, one of, when we first started Mahilamani, it's only six months old, uh, we had Anushree come in from a village in Bengal. And to be honest, we didn't set out to, you know, we in our head, our positioning was not rural. And here is uh, somebody, and she buys saris from a store and sells them in her neighborhood. And she can barely read English, okay? Uh, and she, um, she was part of a first cohort of loan users, just because she got a loan, she went, I mean, and as part of the community, these are some of the things we do, is to, you know, invest a little bit in how to do UPI better, how to not fall for phone scams, and, you know, a whole lot of, I think, all of that. Today, Anushree is at her fourth loan. You know, basically, this has become a working capital business. She's increased her income by 50%. And, I mean, we would have never imagined and that, you know, these are the stories that are playing out. And guess what? Now, here is somebody who's done this four times, you know, and she's she's literally now a role model to, you know, all the women, not only on the platform, but the women in, in her own lives. And so we see this community effect really, really interesting. Uh, another interesting, again, I think use cases in terms of how uh, we think of products versus how a consumer thinks of products. So Neelam is a teacher. She runs a tuition center. Uh, you know, she has a room in her house where, you know, students come. So Neelam applied for a loan and we, there's a box which says, what, what are you going to use the loan for? So she wrote, I'm going to buy a cooler. Okay. Now cooler is a 
consumer item and you know there is bnpl and emi but to her this is part of her business because when students come it's hot fan is not enough you know so of course i think there is a lot of opportunity in building very very specific personas of users and these are all entrepreneurial women we you know and i think there are at least 200 million women who are like this who are saying mere paas upi hai mere paas phone hai aur mere paas koi community hai who's going to back me up you know i'm going to get that i'm going to build something to my name i'm going to build my business aur mere ko savings karna hai mere ko asset khareedna hai then we have tehseen who's actually a, a reseller and two years ago she was she started because of the pandemic you know she she you know her husband has a job and everything but you know because of the pandemic there was a crisis they seems not only become like a very successful online seller uh she she applied for a loan to say ma'am mere ko washing machine khareedna hai kyun khareedna because usme ko 4 ghanta bachta hai so i think these are sort of some interesting uh you know things women are doing with with money and how uh how what we view as a certain category of expense is a huge enabler for the next person and i think uh, uh, those are some some you know very very uh, interesting stories that 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 we are seeing play out and of course i think the other thing we definitely see is uh everyone wants to make sure their financial behaviors are healthy in the long term you know so uh, a lot of you know how can i uh, you know uh, do better with money how can i save every day uh, you know like we yet don't have a savings product and every day we get calls to say ma'am hum kaise save kar sakte hain hame mere ko roz you know that that historical chawal ka dabba that every family had every mom has you know somewhere money parked in the house uh, i think that is come online now and we are seeing that behavior uh, and we are seeing lot more mere ko karna hai you know main kuch karna chahti hu mere ko karna hai and i think for us that's really like the biggest trigger fantastic so folks we're going to take a small break out here on the other side we're going to talk about what products mahila money has and how they can improve your life don't go anywhere on this really really special episode of paisa paisa my guest sari chahal ceo and founder shiros and mahila money we'll be right back and welcome back Okay, sorry. Now let's talk about Mahila Money, right? You have from your website, I can see you've got some one and a half lakh women on the Mahila Money community, and another twenty thousand on the wait list. But first, what is the wait list about? I mean, you guys can't handle the crowd, or what's this about? No, no. I think this is. Uh, so we have an app uh, which is on Android, but we don't have an iOS app yet. Ah, okay. So this is an app wait list, and. Uh, actually that list has grown uh, both the wait list has grown and also uh, you know the community actually almost uh, 700000 women who we have bar uh, and i think that number is just sort of going through the roof for us so let me let me sort of imagine what we are uh, let me share with you what we are imagining in our heads you know in terms of how this should play out first of all the vibe of this whole platform as you can call it a community in your bank the community is still central neo bank because we're not a bank but we still sell products and why neo i think the most important thing we own here is the users experience you know it's very important to us that the woman never has to call anybody else besides us and she actually does doesn't have to call she can just come to the platform and get you know get help there and of course i think just the ease of experience like i'll give you a, a interesting insight 
so the first product we launched actually is small business loan. Basically, you can borrow anywhere between 10,000 to 2 lakh rupees to do anything productive with that money. You know, so right from tuition centers to resellers to to women upgrading, you know, their their parlors or their their you know workspaces, all of that. And uh, and now we have a credit a line of credit product. You can borrow some working capital at super lean interest. Uh, we're launching a prepaid card, literally, you know, in a week's time, which which is which is sort of a current account without a current account so mind you most women don't have a registered business they, they are the informal sector workers so they've historically used a wallet or historically done everything in cash they're still a little wary of using a bank account which is a savings account because that's also seen as a family account although it may be to her name the bank account is a personal property and it's not a business it's not a business uh, you know instrument mm. so we're launching a prepaid card to collect payments and to make payments for your business. So it kind of makes it easy. And when we disperse that loan, it also comes in your card. So this kind of becomes your current account without having the heaviness of a current account. And then, of course, we we, we have a product called MM Medic, which is a you know uh, insurance with a free Gynac checkup for ninety four bucks. So sachet size products are very big on our on our roadmap because we think this is an audience that wants to do a lot lot more you know but without taking a lot of risk the interesting thing that we see uh, among the user is that hey i should be ca- i should be able to come come here and talk every day so on the session uh, on the app there are live sessions every day you know every day at three o'clock there's a conversation going on and sometimes that conversation is very serious and sometimes it's literally banterish to say just come and hang out if you have a question it's like amas right you know how discord communities and web3 communities are doing this come and hang out uh, so again going back to offline communities and women and cohorts building trust with each other we'll, we're doing that a lot and and I think that's how we imagine this to be, that this is a place of trust. I can come here, I can learn every day. It's transactional only 20% of the time. Mm. 80% of the time, I'm coming here because my life gets better. I also strengthen my own sense of network. I strengthen my sense of community. I learn about new things that are happening in the world. I get resources for my business uh, workshop on GST kaise file kare, to how to sell better on Instagram to everything that helps me do do well in life that's that's how we are imagining this so in some ways what Grameen Bank did uh, maybe you know 20 years ago but but a lot more digital and a lot more uh, efficient in terms of you know how it how it works with its users like when we put out our loans we, we say two things you don't need your husband's permission you don't need to ask or tell your family and we can't ourselves believe it that that's a usp and two you don't have to step outside the house you know and these are two big barriers you know women don't want to go back and do this whole power dynamic with husbands or you know whosoever is the male member in the family and two not having to step outside the house means not having to tell where they are going one more time so i mean it's it's ridiculous, but it's true as well. So I think that's how we're thinking about, you know, what we're doing. I just, just noticed on the MM loan, uh, interest rates of up to 20%. Optically sounds a little bit high. Uh, anything out there, I mean, that you want to talk about? Yeah, actually, that's just a, a outer number. Actually, most loans are processed at much lower rates. So, and okay. 
Yeah. And actually, uh, when we look at realistically, most people, uh, when they go to moneylenders or other sort of, you know, uh, apps, they end up paying actually a lot more. So in fact, our real rates are super, you know, middle of that actually. But uh, in high risk profiles, they tend to be a little higher. Sure. So who have you tied up with for these products, for, for the product that you offer? Yeah, a bunch of uh, NBFC partners and banking partners. So uh, what we're doing is we're also creating baskets of, uh, you know, partners. So some folks who are very good with, let's say, capital intensive, you know, uh, intensive businesses. We are, we are putting together a special uh, cohort for energy efficient businesses, sustainable businesses. So I think uh, within the financial services world, there are a lot of folks who specialize in the kind of capital they bring. So we are going and, you know, creating these baskets in the back end. Some are for education, some are for entrepreneurship, some are consumption. Uh, but when we put it out for our user, you know, it's all one. So to her, it's, it's much simpler. What are the target audiences for your products? Just someone listening in here to this episode right now, who do you want to reach out to? Well, all entrepreneurial women. You know, I think we all know women who want a business to their name. And I think, let me simply say, women building non-VCable businesses, you know, and women sort of uh, building a business first as a solopreneur, and then they will end up sort of adding more to their businesses. But every business starts solo and that's the business we're really supporting and if you already do something you know you've converted your hobby into a business you need a working capital for inventory you need working capital to buy equipment you need uh, you know to hire more people whatever you need to grow your business so there's a bunch of advice but there's also uh, you know easy access to capital which is uh, you know uh, taken care of what have been your key learnings so far um and, you know, feel free to speak about it qualitatively, probably some interesting use cases that have come to you and quantitatively, probably in terms of NPAs or loan repayments and stuff like that. Because I believe from whatever little data that I have that women actually have better credit scores than men. So let's just talk about your learnings so far in the journey. Actually, um I'm myself a little astounded, you know, and to be honest, I don't come from financial services, so I have a clean slate, so to speak. And uh, I mean, I had heard of NPAs and everybody warned us collections is hard and it, I'm sure it's hard and it's hard for us women, but women are really good borrowers. We have women who will, uh, one, we have literally 0% NPAs. We're still young, but even the ones who delay a little bit will come and say, ma'am, I'm going to payment next week. payment not uh, So there's a lot of uh, trust building that women end up doing. The other thing we see is, again, our approval to disbursal ratio is 90% and above, you know, which is kind of that, hey, again, I think refactoring that trust sort of really works. And by the way, this playbook is not new to us, new at all. This has been, Ramin's done this many times over and this has been played many times over, you know, in the offline world. Uh, so I think there is something to this model and it's a beautiful model because it's a win-win-win for all. It's a little slow and it doesn't have the, you know, sexiness of the, of the fintech world. It, it's not, you know, uh, it's not cred and it's vibe, right? It's not all of that, but it has, uh, it has a lot of trust built in. And my sense is that's one thing you can't buy for your business and you can't buy for your users. Uh, the other thing is, of course, I think uh, India is in this major hungry mode, you know, everyone just wants their little 
place, you know, either on the internet or in the world, uh, you know, somewhere or the other. So, for example, you know, when you put out content around, you know, your digital footprint, you know, how to make reads. Like our most popular content session is how to make reads, you know, and crazily so, or how to sell more on Instagram or how to uh, make beautiful uh, you know, illustrations for your, like we do a Canva workshop every now and then and it's always filled up. People will come and say, Mere ko hai, wo achha photo kaise banana hai. So I think these are, these are amazing aspirations in a, you know, in a segment that has historically never had this platform, you know, or this, uh, you know, sense of, uh, this is a form of, you know, you can call it a cohort-based course minus the certificate, but we see this lot, right? In developer communities and product manager communities, but uh, women were never part of this, you know, cool thing happening on the internet. And I think there's enough hunger, enough and more hunger to say, Mere ko bhi cool thing karna hai, right? So I think we see a lot of that. Uh, and, uh, and I think the other is, of course, uh, constant queries about things we are not doing you know so like today we don't have investments we don't have savings account so it's it's a it's a lot of uh, you know questions for us to answer every single day when will you launch you know like we announced the prepaid card a couple of months ago and you know and we delayed it because of the second wave uh, omicron wave and we've got so many questions to say, ma'am, kab launch hoga? Kab launch hoga? Mira number laga lije, mere ko. So another wait list, internal wait list, you know, waiting there. So it's, it's again, I think very, very aspirational, very, very, I want to uh, reach the sky. You know, it reminds me of, uh, you know, there used to be a series called Udan on Doodarshan. Many of course, classic. Kavita yeah. Chaudhary, I think, yeah. Yeah, so it has a lot of those vibes, you know. Uh, I got to reach somewhere. I got to, you know, uh, do something with myself and what I have today. Um, so it's it's quite uh, yeah, I interesting mean, to see it play out. I really like the reference to Udan. My God, that series was really something, wasn't it? Back in the day, and Kavita Chaudhary was someone that we knew from the Nirma ad. Um, so let me not go into no- nostalgia out there, but what a great reference. I'm thrilled, you know, Seri, because... Uh, SFSI has been on for some five odd years. We've done some, I don't know, 320, 330, 350 episodes, had more than 100, 150 guests. And I think I can literally count the number of women guests that I have had on this show. And it's abysmal. However, I think this year, 2022, started off, I, I think I've been really, really lucky. I had Shinjini Kumar from Salt. I'm sure that you know her because I'm really impressed with the work that both of you guys are doing. Then I had Devina Sharma. I had two great authors of a book on money for kids. So, you know, I'm, I really hope to increase the guests on my podcast when it comes to women, because God knows that, you know, we need more diversity in money and finance. And it's just, I'm really thrilled to have you here, Sari. Just let's just wrap this episode on the future plans. What can we expect from Mahila Money going forward? Uh, well, I think uh, our task is pretty cut out. We will continue to one invest in the community. That's how we know how to get things done. And that's how we know things work in the long term. Like, I think uh, we will continue to build trust and, you know, also have a lot of fun with it, do interesting experiments around learning and earning and, uh, you know, women doing, you know, great things with their businesses. That that line of thought is very, very, you know, clear for us. Uh, Definitely more products around the small business owner. Uh, Clearly, 
a segment not served either by the large plethora of government schemes or banks uh, or by the VC world. I mean, access to capital for this cohort is very limited. At least in my head, that's a good problem to solve. And I think new instruments to solve that problem, whether it's SPVs or partnerships, or that's something, you know, is, is you know, on our whiteboard, nice and clear. Uh, definitely a shift to a little more uh, consumer products like, you know, Sasha insurance and investments and savings, I think they'll come along as we go from there. But for sure, I think we want to create super welcoming community for women who want to put their name out there and and want to, you know, it, it's the same thing, you know, as a founder you want from, from your VC, right? To say, hey, like, give me give me more than just the money right so i think we will continue to make it easy for women to find this capital and uh, you know a lot of work to be done there but my sense is if we do this right we could create a platform where, where possibly a very very large number of micro entrepreneurs and small business owners can find their can find their standing can find their feet can find that little odan that they want to take mm. anything on the investment product side because you know um, I had Pinbox Solutions and they were talking about creating um, financial security safety nets in the form of NPS for uh, the informal labor. But on your platform, anything on investment products? Because maybe all of us need to look at our financial security in a more focused way, Actually, including women. Yeah, it's a big area for us. There's a constant ask from women to save that, you know, that daily savings plus my nest egg product. Uh we haven't yet yet done enough work there, but it's on our bucket list. We are going to get cracking on it. We just want to make sure the loan bucket becomes robust first because that's uh, that's a core product and also I think uh, a product not available elsewhere for the segment. So uh, you know we we definitely can visualize some of these use cases. Uh, you know my my uh, you know retirement fund versus my bucket list my child's education security my own daily savings so i think there are a lot of these behavioral patterns that we want to productize but one step at a time yeah and where can our listeners reach out to you if someone wants to know more or do they go to your website they just google myla money or it's any other way we are available on the myla money android app that's the main app for all women all the men can visit our website and learn more about us. Follow our social handles, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, my Lemony is on all channels. And uh, happy to respond to any queries that any of you has. Fantastic, Sadi. I hope, you know, I I wish you and My Lemony and Chiros all the very best. Do always please come back on Pesa Pesa. You know, maybe in a few months' time, once you have progressed and if you have any more stories, Please, please do return to Pesa Pesa. Certainly. Thank you for having me here. It's been incredible chatting. There you go, folks. That's a wrap on this episode of Pesa Pesa. My guest, Seri Chell, founder of Shiro's and Mahila Mani. The website is Mahila Mani. The app is on Android and you can check them out and the work that they do. Seri, thank you. Really, thank you so much for doing this for us. Thank you. And listeners, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM Network. You can listen to us on the IBM Podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to me, I'm your host, Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter. And thank you so much for listening to Vesa Vesa. Vesa.